Hello there, and welcome along to Planet Sport Football Africa. This is the show where we look at African football, what's happening around the continent, and what African players are doing overseas. I'm Steve Vickers in Harare, Zimbabwe, joined by Solomon Ashams in South Africa, and by Stuart Weir in the UK. And today we take a look at the struggles of smaller footballing nations in Africa. We hear from the Liberia Football Association on financial issues and players wanting to leave Liberia to represent other nations. Almost every week, I receive I receive communication from America, from from Germany. Those are countries that are sending Liberian players changing the nationality because they have, a, they have a financial power. We don't have a financial power. Now, if you think of Liberian football, you'll probably think straight away of George Weir, the 1995 World Footballer of the Year and one of Africa's greatest players ever. When Weir was playing, Liberia reached the Africa Cup of Nations finals in 1996 and in 2002. But now football is going through tough times in Liberia, more so with the Ebola crisis. Last week we heard from Alfonso Arma, the Secretary-General of the Liberia Football Association, on how Ebola has affected football in Liberia with the huge financial burden of playing home games outside of the country. Well, this week we have part two of a really fascinating interview on issues of football development. Among other issues, Arma speaks about the annual development grant of $250,000 that FIFA gives to all of its member nations. Mamadou Ba spoke to Arma when he was in the Gambia and asked how things are in Liberian football in the post-George Weir era. Yeah, we have had a difficult moment uh, after the exit of George Weir where uh, none of our, of our national teams uh, have appeared at the Cup of Nations, be it under 20, under 17, the national team. This is a difficult period for us. And for us, that is the anguish part of the lack of football development. And that's why we have decided to, to come up with a program that, we, that will allow us to have our teams available at all of the major competitions. We can make our football development program concrete by allowing our teams to take part in the competitions where they will gain exposure. You know, uh, for me, defeat is a raw material to achievement. In order to achieve, there are a lot of things that you have to go through. All we are asking now is that football in Africa must take a different turn. You know, this is one of the things that I said to some of our colleagues when we went for the FIFA Congress. Insofar, you continue to have equal distribution of, of, of money to all, all of the countries. You're going to find it difficult. For me, you're going to find the same name appearing every time because the, the, big, the, bigger, the bigger countries receive 250000 The smaller countries receive 250000 Even those that are really, really weak receive 250000 So what happens is that the, the stronger country gets stronger more, the weaker country gets weaker more. So if you want to make football a game for everyone, I think it's about time to develop the, the weaker countries to compete with a stronger country. Liberal lacks the capacity. So if you are happy to give Liberia, Gambia, Sierra Leone, huge amount, above Morocco, Egypt, whose capacity are built already, in a shorter period, those countries will compete against uh, uh, Morocco because by the time they have, uh, they have been, their capacity have been built fully. But for now, as it stands, Morocco, uh, England, or say England or America receive 250,000. Liberia, Gambia receive 250,000. The fact means that Morocco, England, America, their financial capacity is built than ours. So they are going to scout all of the best talents. One thing that's happening right now for us in Liberia is almost every week I receive, I receive communication from America, from, from, from Germany. 
those are countries that are sending Liberian players changing the nationality because they have a, they have a financial power. We don't have a financial power. So this is what happened in the football. I'm saying if this this does not change, it going to, you're going to have the same country appearing in the World Cup and the Cup of Nations all of the times. But I think uh, the football governing bodies need to really, really look into this and, and I think uh, make a decision as to whether they should continue with the 25,000 or to increase the amount for the weaker countries. If the game is to be fair. You've raised a very interesting topic um, in African football, that is um, players changing their allegiance. How, um, you, you know, how current is it in um, Liberian uh, football that um, um, your own sons, the own sons of the country, uh, you know, changing their nationality to represent another country outside? Yeah, I've been on many occasions where uh, one of the players, were, he's played for Equatorial Guinea, and we have another one again, uh, he happens to be John Collins, who plays in um, Canada. Alex Nimle, he, he played the under 20 in England. The list continues. I'm telling you, I receive email on a daily basis from, from Germany, in America, Australia. If I was serious, one Tibor camera. You understand? Of recent, America changed the nationality of one Liberian, Brian Mandu. You understand? This happens on a regular basis. All because Liberia does not have the financial capacity like America has. So, this, I'm sure this is happening to almost all of the weaker countries in Africa. So if, if you have the financial support from FIFA and from CAF, I can assure you that this would not happen because we will go out for all of our players. And eventually, it will become a strong competition in Africa and the world as a whole. Well, that's Alfonso Armour, the Secretary-General of the Liberia Football Association, talking there to Mamadou Ba, uh, addressing issues to do with development. Uh, one thing he talks about is the importance of getting exposure. Another is of uh, players switching nationality to represent other nations. And a big issue there, Solomon, he's talking about funding, saying that uh, all of the FIFA member nations receive $250,000 every year as a football development grant but he's saying it's not fair. Uh, countries like Morocco and England don't really need that money. He's saying it's the middle countries uh, like Sierra Leone, like the Gambia and like Liberia that need more support from FIFA. Yes, uh, Steve, I feel uh, he has a great point there. If you look at some of the uh, heavyweights in football around the world, they get a lot of corporate sponsorship. So there's quite a lot of money coming in. So it's a huge plus for them. So $250,000 is definitely not so much for them. So the Secretary General of the Liberian Football Association definitely has a point. Uh, countries like Liberia, they would need that, that money to, to use, uh, you know, in certain ways that's really going to benefit the country. But still, even that money for them is, is very far less. Uh, so asking FIFA to increase it is definitely going to help. But I don't see, in fairness, I don't see how FIFA would increase the grants uh, for other countries uh, to be higher than others. Because if you come to look at it, it's only fair that every member of FIFA gets the same amount of money. What I would encourage is to see a FIFA really uh, creating a, a, a port of, of finances, of, of money uh, that would be invested into uh, such countries like Liberia every single year into football development, into coaching. Well, uh, here in Zimbabwe, we desperately need some assistance from 
somewhere uh, because the Zimbabwe Football Association is deep in debt, about $4 million in debt. Uh, there were moves to ask FIFA to help out, uh, but that hasn't happened. And uh, now most of uh, the Zimbabwe Football Association's assets have been auctioned off, including an artificial pitch that was uh, built uh, at a training centre using money from FIFA. So if there was more money here, it certainly would make uh, a big uh, change because government doesn't have cash to invest in football and the economy is doing very poorly here. Another point that uh, Alfonso Armour raises there, Solomon, is a player switching nationality. Uh, the Liberians who are being approached by other nations to change their nationality to go and play in other countries. That's uh, been a problem that's going on uh, across uh, football right now. Countries like Liberia don't have a lot to offer financially, uh, don't have to, a lot to offer uh, even when it comes to opportunities for players to play at the World Cup. Liberia has never been to the World Cup. They've only played in the Africa Cup of Nations a couple of times and players want to play you know, at the very top of uh, world football's competition and Liberia seldom offer those kind of opportunities. It's really sad that uh, Liberia is losing quite uh, a lot of players you know, to Canada, uh, to Australia, but there's just nothing you could do about that. Uh, so it goes back to the grants that we spoke about. If Liberian Football Association would get enough money to build its football and to be able to provide a conducive uh, environment and to give great incentive and to play great football uh, so they could play at the Africa Cup of Nations and hopefully the World Cup, then I think that would really uh, decrease the number of um, Liberian footballers that sign on to play for um, other nations. Well, thanks very much for that, Solomon. So these issues in Liberia and many other nations around Africa do stem from a lack of finances. Uh, So let's get a perspective from our European football expert, Stuart Weir in the UK. Uh, Stuart, Alfonso Armour from the Liberia Football Association was suggesting there that countries like England don't really need this annual development grant of $250,000 from FIFA. Um, what is the sort of budget for development there in English football, Stuart? Well, I mean, I would have to agree with them that probably we don't need that money. I mean, when you realise that the TV contract that the Premier League has just agreed for three years is $8 billion. That's the kind of money which is around in English football. Some of that money will be used for development. For example, there's an organisation called the Football Foundation which gets money both from the government and from the Premier League and each year it puts $50 million into grassroots football, i.e. the village level, the club level, the amateur level, and that is being funded from the television money that comes into the Premier League. There are probably four sources of money for sport in the UK. Some comes from government. Then we have a national lottery, and a certain amount of the profits from the lottery go into sport. We have the TV money, uh, and of course we've got sponsorship. Uh, I mean, you, you will know that Arsenal Stadium is called the Emirates because funding has come from that airline. And and that happens even at the, the lower level where even you know village football teams will have a, a level of sponsorship. Let me give you some examples of the kind of grants that are available in, in the UK. Uh, moving slightly away from football, there's an organisation called Sport England, which is the body which disperses government funding 
and also lottery funding for sport. And in the last five years, they've given 10,000 grants to a total of $1.5 billion. And, you know, some of this is big money. For example, they gave a grant of over a million dollars to Disability Rights UK to help uh, disabled sport. But at the same time, there was a, a little golf club whose uh, facilities had been damaged by flooding, and they got a small grant just to be able to uh, repair their, their facilities. So it's happening at all levels, but as I say, the main sources of the money are the government, uh, TV money for professional sport, the National Lottery, and commercial sponsorship. Well, thanks very much, Stuart. Some fascinating statistics there. And it is a really different situation here in Zimbabwe and in many other countries in Africa. Tell us what you think about this on Facebook and WhatsApp. What do you think about the idea from Alfonso Arma from the Liberia Football Association? Should FIFA give more money to the developing football nations instead of distributing the annual development grant equally, where $250,000 goes to each one of its member nations? Send us a WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. Or go to our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa. Well, last week we asked, do you think that CAF has handled the Ebola crisis correctly? Uh, from the Gambia, Mamadou Sisse says, yes, uh, CAF has done a good job. Uh, but Matar Cham says, I don't think the Confederation of African Football have made any effort at all towards this Ebola crisis. Lamine Sengari says, I think CAF could have minimised Morocco's penalty by suspending them for just one year and getting them to pay the damages that they caused rather than suspending them for two editions of the nation's cup. Hamidou says a CAF did a great job organising a Cup of Nations free of Ebola, but they didn't help the affected countries. That's the area where they failed. And some other general comments. Lamine Yusufa Kali says, What a surprising win for Burnley against Manchester City last Saturday. Yeah, what a shock result that was. Uh, John Jolly from the Gambia says, Messi is simply the best player to have ever walked on the earth. We will see many more Ronaldos in our time, but we'll never see another Messi. Thanks, John. Are those comments ahead of Sunday night's El Clasico, Barcelona against Real Madrid in Spain? Well, thanks a lot for those comments. So this week, tell us if you think that FIFA should give more money to the developing football nations instead of distributing its annual development grant equally across the board. The WhatsApp number, plus 4479 That's plus four. Four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero, or go to our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa. Well, that's it for the show. So, from me, Steve Vickers in Zimbabwe, from Solomon Ashoms in South Africa, and Stuart Weir in the UK. Thanks a lot for listening. You can find us online at planetsport.tv, and Planet Sport Football Africa is a passion for sport production.